Welcome, and you're listening to Geekologist Radio, part of the Ninja Pancake family of podcasts. Damien, and this is a special episode as this is going to be coming out the same week as Turkey Day, you know, Thanksgiving or whatnot. So we kind of, it was just getting a little bit of a hard time getting everybody together when everybody's prepping for the holidays. And so we've been, I've been working on this audio, getting everything fixed. This uh, Fouts, thank goodness for him, he was able to help me with it. This is something I've been trying to put up ever since PAX West, and something that's really near and dear to me. It's an interview with a streamer from Twitch who has actually become a someone who I, I consider a good friend. His handle is Bast underscore 50. What's unique about him is he is a streamer from Canada, uh, Quebec actually, and he is a bilingual streamer. He's he will speak in his stream both English and French, and he'll be in the middle of a conversation and switch the words up as needed uh, who's talking to him in his community. And I just got to tell you that if you have an opportunity, if you haven't already, if you haven't listened to him, if you haven't looked him up with the mentions I've done in the podcast, give this interview a listen. We're going to give you this special Get to Know Your Geek. And don't mind the audio. The audio is a little bit, it was my first time using my recorder. And we're also at PAX West trying to find a quiet spot to sit down and record. But without further ado, I give you the best underscore 50, get to know your geek. Hello, this is Damian Nash here with uh, Ecologist Radio. I'm talking with Bast underscore 50, Twitch partner, and all around awesome bilingual streamer. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Damien? Uh, exhausted, but happy to be here. <laughs> and it's your first time to PAX West, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I've, usually, I every year I kind of make room for PAX Out and TwitchCon. This year I was fortunate enough to do PAX West. So, uh, it's, uh, I mean, from what I've seen from Seattle, I haven't seen much, to be honest. But uh, it's pretty nice. Like, the, the way in was great. Like, in the woods from the airport, in the woods, and then it opens up. I mean... I kind of saw, like, infam- Infamous Second Son. Like, you know, when I played that game in Seattle, like, I was like, holy shit, now I, yeah, it looks like Seattle. <laughs> yeah, that was the game when they did that. I was like, anytime they make one that's from the Northwest, anything like that, I'm, I'm pretty big big into that. Really enjoy it. Uh, now, you were just, uh, we were just talking off of, off of this. You were talking about a documentary that you're going to be a part of. Right. Uh, let, let's hear about that. Right, okay, so it's, it's, uh, it's originally organized by the ONF, which is the... Uh, National Film, uh, and well, I don't know in English, but it's the National Film Association in Quebec or yeah. Canada, okay? Uh, because Canada is kind of behind on, on all the, on pretty much everything, to be honest, and uh, especially streaming. So um, the creator of the of the documentary, basically the idea was to get streamers from everywhere to do interviews and stuff with in a podcast format. Now that has changed now. It's going to be more individual uh, thing. And I was chosen to be like the uh, the French representative. Um, the, the the director is a good friend. Uh, he's been in the channel often enough, and uh, we we had our first kind of little um, publicity for the interview, and uh, it it should bring awareness to like not awareness, but like bring a bit more Twitch on the map in Quebec, 
it also gives a, a perspective, like the the questions. When it was a podcast, it was more of a surface questions a bit. But the interview we did one on one, like it's 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 personal stuff, it's family stuff, it's it's money stuff, it's it's like it's real stuff. Like it, I I usually tend to not bullshit, and uh, you know like. When people say, do subs care? Yeah, I fucking care for subs. Like, yes, everyone, please sub, because that's how I can live. <laughs> and one thing with you is, like, I mean, you're... The, there's streamers that interact with their community, and then there's streamers whose community is more like a family. Right. And with you, it's always been, at least from the time that... I, I've been subbing to you eight months now, and eight months of that... There's not been a single time where I've come in there and seen you not care about like you are so so interactive with right. your with your uh, with your viewership that it it makes being a subscriber it just it feels it it you it feels good to be a subscriber to you right and that, that was the like the um, the way I wanted the channel it does like like we were talking earlier it does have a double edged sword sometimes you know people or upset about certain things that really they shouldn't be. But um, to me, it's like, it's been an incredible journey as, a, as someone who never really had a career that I basically, I just worked for my dad and I've built all of this on my own and it's been incredible. And there's some of the people in there that I really care about. Like, it, you know, and, and, and I love when the community itself shows um, that they care for each other without me involved like we just that that moment really touched me i'm gonna give him a shout out because he'll love that uh we were doing the shirt campaign mm -hmm. one of my subscribers couldn't get afford a shirt and uh one of our subs uh, anime addict i'll give his name he's like you know what i'm gonna make her a surprise i'm gonna order a shirt for her and send it to her house and i thought i was like dude that's awesome like i love that my community thought of stuff like that and uh, that makes me proud a lot. Like, it's, it's something that, you know, uh, I've been around gaming communities before streaming, and I thought, that's kind of what I want. I'm not going to lie. There's days when I'm like, oh, God, leave me alone. But uh, <laughs> for the most part, you know, um, we're not the biggest bunch, but uh, I, I think we're the pretty one of the closest ones. I, I can agree on that because, I mean, there's times when you're not, you're not streaming. You're, like, you, you're sick. You have a day off. And then... Your uh, your mods will come in and be like, "Hey, we're gonna watch a movie." Right, right. That's something that I've wanted uh, to 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 to. Uh, we gotta tweak it out a bit. That was kind of our Discord mod thing that we've we've come up with. Um, that I wanted to like. Let's have a gaming community. Let's just not have one that's alive. The reason, really, the reason why I came up with that is because every time I go into an MMO, everybody wants to play. Everybody thinks I'm gonna play with Mass. So everybody buys into the MMO. The problem is I stream nine hours every day. And if I'm playing that MMO, I'm grinding. So either A, they're grinding faster than me, or B, they're slower. Because usually they don't really keep up with my pace. So, and then it's kind of like, we get to play the first day, and then after that, it kind of falls off. And then, you know, if I move on, then the guild dies, nobody plays anymore. So I thought, you know what? Especially MMO, sometimes you get new viewers that think that they're in, like, for, for that game. If I move on, then they're disappointed. They leave. So I thought let's let's, let's incorporate a system where you don't have to like if you guys still want to play, like you don't need me to be there. You you don't you know just play, just you know make friends and play together. And that's what I want to do. Uh, right now it's on all because like most of the Discord mods that we had um, had other stuff that they have to do now. 
but it's something that I kind of want to work on again. And, uh, you know, to, I feel like it, it just tightens the bond a bit, you know. Definitely. Now, I want to ask you a couple, couple of questions that I know I know that uh, my buddy Two Wolves, I know he had asked you too. Right. But uh, data issues, things like that, lost. We're going to put that in the past and we're going to get, we're going to get back to the nitty gritty. Awesome. All right. So we do a segment called Get to Know Your Geek. Right. And, you know, it goes along with the, with the site. So what did little what what did little bass what what did little bass start playing what 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 was what pulled you into the gaming industry? Um, from memory, because my dad worked for Coleco back in the day in Quebec. They had a, a factory there. My dad worked as an employee in the factory, so I I, I, I was born and raised in the Coleco Vision and Insectors. Remember that kind of Eamon esque insect fucking characters. Uh, but from memory, right? Because I played games before that, but the Nintendo system was the first one. Um, I would say Zelda was the one where I really got into it with my family. And once I get older a little bit, like when I play for myself, Final Fantasy XI was the one. Final Fantasy XI, uh, sorry, Final Fantasy One. Final Fantasy XI is another one. <laughs> Final Fantasy One helped me learn English, basically, by, by image recognition. If I saw that the characters like we're heading to the boat, and I see a boat, I'm like, oh, it's a bateau. So okay, so boat, bateau, boom, that's it. And I learned English that way uh, through video games and GI Joe's and Transformers. And uh, once I got in school, uh, it was like I was not a good student, not a good student. I never studied in my life, uh, but English, no one could beat me. It was kind of like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like my teachers didn't understand, but English. Uh, for many years in high school, I got exams for doing English. <laughs> so now I'm a huge Transformers fan. Right. So I got to ask, Decepticons or Autobots? Dinobots. Boom. You win. <laughs> that is awesome. Now what? Locking. Yes. Okay. Kind of playing off of that. Did you ever follow Beast Wars? I did. I love Beast Wars. Love Beast Wars. I hated Beast Machine. Beast Machines went a little more because they went back to Cybertron. I just didn't like the art style. No, the art style was a little hard to follow, and also was a little more childish. Where Beast Machine or Beast Wars was not afraid to hit on that hard hitting. Yeah, I I mean, love Beast Wars. It's so good. I mean, that was in my teenage years. I'd watch it all the time, and like that's when um, there's a period of time where I didn't play as many games as I used to, uh, but like, like. Bought the Beast War games on PlayStation was very bad, but Beast Wars was fucking good. That was a great series. So, if you had to pick like a favorite series over your course from childhood to growing up in the kind of the, the geek genre, what would it be? Oh, that's hard. I know it is. I, I gotta okay. It's not perfect, okay. But when I hear Dare or You've Got the Touch. Like, the movie, right? Like, the 1989 movie for fucking Transformers? I mean, it was not. It was Gen 3 at this point, I think. Like, there's some terrible things in the movie, but there's some moments where you're like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, when Optimus just arrives and kicks ass of all the Decepticons, and then stupid Hot Rod ruins everything. (laughs) But, I mean, I would go G1, even though Beast Wars is probably up there. Um... I remember Beast War a lot more than G1, even though I have the the DVD thing. I've never watched it. I just have it for memory's sake. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, G1 just because, you know, it's the original. Okay. Gotcha. Favorite game from, let's say, let's say from early childhood? Ooh. Favorite game from early childhood? Okay. Final Fantasy, uh, fuck, what's the number? Is it four? Or the one with Cecil and Dragoon Kane. I think it's four or five. Yeah, I think that thing is four or five. It was the red cartridge on Super Nintendo, which was basically number two. <laughs> See, my my, fav- my my favorite was probably three. Right. The, the three was uh, the, the other one with uh, Tella and uh, Kafka as a boss. Right. Right. For me, what I love about that series was the progression of a Dark Knight into a Paladin on that one. I thought it was brilliant. I love that, and I love Dragoon Kane. But those two characters carried the whole game for me. Cecil and Kane were just, I love that. And that was when I was getting into D&D. So the whole like concept of a paladin or Dark Knight becoming a paladin was kind of like, whoa, that's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. Now, like if you were to go in now, did you ever play Chrono Trigger? Of course. How many of endings? Of course. Did you, yeah, okay. Who was your favorite character in your Chrono Trigger? Oh, man. I don't remember his name. Chrono Trigger is one I need to go back to one day. Because I haven't played in a long time. That ain't Zeno The frog guy. Or is it, what's this called? Frog. Was it, it just it's frog? It's frog. Right. Okay. So, yeah. That one, probably. But my favorite character was Janus. Right. That was the guy with the red hair, right? Blue. Blue. Okay. Yeah. Red hair was Chrono. Right. 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 Uh, yeah, but yeah, a little memory on those games. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a little, it's a little takes a little bit going back to you. Yeah. You're thinking of the, you think about the cartridge, you see the cartridge in your, in your head, and you're like, uh, I remember, <laughs> but like, not really. <laughs> so in later life, yeah. what kept go, kept you going with like with gaming and all that stuff? Funny enough, uh, when I got later on in, in high school, I got really into D and D. So video gaming kind of went away, but um, it came back to Madden, right? Right, exactly. I used to play football. Okay. And I fucking loved playing Madden. I was really good at it. And I played, you know, seasons of whatever, uh, you know, early Broncos days. That's when I became a Denver Broncos fan. Terrell Davis, John Elway, Shannon Sharp, Ed McCaffrey, you know, Rod Smith, all these guys. Uh, and I just loved it. I played Madden all the time. Like, I would play some of the bigger titles, like Final Fantasy VII. You know, but, but Twisted Metal, I love Twisted Metal as a franchise. But for a good, like, three years, Madden was probably, like, every year. Like, I would buy it and, like, you know, I'd do seasons with pretty much almost every team in the league. Uh, that was kind of my jock years, even though I played D&D at the same time. So, I don't know how kind of a jock that is. You, you can be a hybrid. You, <laughs> you were already talking. You were talking about Paladins turning in exactly. for a dog dice, right? So, you know, that was just you. You were you were you were the Dark Knight turned into a paladin. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, that's that's man. And I played a lot. When I used to have my own video game store, I had this policy. If you could beat me at Madden, you'd get a rental for free. Back then there was no online. So I was I kick ass, right? Then years later they come up with online. I was like, I'm retiring from Madden. <laughs> Those games are no joke for skill level because it's like yeah. I play. I used to play the hockey games, and those ones when you'd play in the league, I mean, just you'd score if you scored like you literally jumped up. Like I was, I had problems not spiking my controller yeah. because you're like so excited that you actually made you got, you got it. And then I mean, the team, your whole team's dancing around. 
Yeah, and they, and they uh, it's weird, but it almost had an RPG element for me. Like, I would create my character and somehow, like, have a backstory to them and shit. And, like, you know, when you play a season, like, oh, no, he's injured. And then, like, create rivalries, like, out of nowhere, just imagination-wise. Like, uh, which is very silly, but at the same time, that entertained me. Like, you know, like, I, I've always made myself, like, a linebacker in, in Madden. And always, that's what I wanted to play, even though I never played. Well, I played one season. Uh... But, like, you know, always have a background story, like, what the university came from and whatnot. And, uh, and that was cool. Like, I love that. Uh, but, yeah, like, like I'm never, I've never been really someone who's very competitive against other players. But, you know, I was playing football at the time, so I had a lot of friends that were competitive. So, like I said, show them my story, beat me, you get a free rental. No one beat me. No one ever cashed on on that. But, like I said, as soon as online came out, I retired. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy. I know I can beat my three friends, but I don't know about everybody else. So would you say, because you came up with, like, backstory and stuff, would you say that Madden is what was your gateway back into your RPG MMO-style games? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, what happened after that was football was ending, uh, and my store was shutting down, um, and a friend of mine had started playing Final Fantasy XI, which at the time, if you remember, it was the big game to launch with the online of the PS PS2, right? So um, I had it, I tried it, played on console for a bit, liked it. I liked the, the whole like, like don't get me wrong, I've always played RPGs, right? Like one of my favorite games of all time is in that period, it's Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, which my name comes from. But like um, MMOs, I kind of got into. Um, Got into depression due to my store closing, so the, my real gateway after that was was, uh, was Final Fantasy, and I played that for seven years, uh, where I had over a thousand days played. So that's three years of playtime. Who <laughs> doesn't want to do the math? <laughs> right in seven years. So imagine what else I did to sleep, eat, and play Final Fantasy eleven, uh, and. I met a lot of friends, and I met a lot of people that I've kept up since then, and, and um, that led into other MMOs, gaming communities, that led to here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gaming, you, you touched on gaming and, and depression and things like that, and that's something that's been a really big right. a big part of just, when we talk on our podcast, like we talk a lot about, because gaming and, I mean, conventions like this, when you're walking around, you're walking around, and it's not you don't see you don't see people in classes. You don't see you don't see a hierarchy. Everybody is one and the same. Everybody right. is a part of the same thing. You're all fans, exactly. And if you bump into somebody, they're not going to come around and yell your head. Out. They're they're it's like oh you know hey what's up you know, you might yep. even start up a conversation and then find out that you played the same game or exactly. I mean that's 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 that happens all the time. Uh, Funny story. TwitchCon last year, I've known Mr. Happy for a long time, which is a famous YouTuber and streamer from Final Fantasy, right? And turns out I played with him in Final Fantasy XI. I didn't even know. Said, like we were talking and we were like, like I, you know, I was just curious. Like you, you know, you're a big Final Fantasy XIV streamer. You've ever played Final Fantasy XI? Like yeah, of course. He's like, what's up, Shiva? Like what the hell? Like, and then we we met each other. We knew each other from back then. Like that's like ten years ago. Yeah, and Shiva also. I mean, that's that was still around. That was 
still accepting of Xbox 360 players when Xbox 360 yes. came on board. Yep. You know why I know that? You played that? I played on Shiva. Uh, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I, you, you said that. I'm sitting there thinking of the, the when they came up and they when they came up with the weddings and they came yep. up with the, the DLC you could pay to have the weddings and you get the tuxedo or the wedding dress. Final Fantasy XI, I've done that game through and through until they released... Um, I stopped on the third expansion, which was when they brought in Kate Sith, Atomos, and the going back in time type of deal, which I didn't mind, but at that point, I had everything. Mm-hmm. There's no item. The only thing that I didn't have was like off of the broken ass boss that was absolute virtue. No one could kill at the point at a time. And the only items I didn't have was from that guy. Everything else I had: the relics, the, the cracking club, the speed belt. The ever- I had can't like, you know, seven years of just playing that. Like I had everything. So I was kind of like, you know what? I'm done. Uh, and I moved into Aeon after that. Okay. Which which uh, which race? Even though they're both the same race, just different colors. Which one did you go with? All right. First of all, they're not the same race. Okay. The, sorry. The devs clearly favor the Elios. I was an Asmodian. Okay. And Zaphiel Spear could kiss my ass. <laughs> I was a day one day one subscriber to that game. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I found it interesting that they didn't have like that they didn't have other races. So I decided that. I made a dwarf that okay. with wings. I like being able to run around, and I was very crude. <laughs> and I ran, bet a bunch of other people on there that they decided that they were the same thing. Nice. Now, one thing about that game, though, the PvP on there was a little bunk because... It was broken at the time. Because if you create a small character, the your hitbox was so small. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the exploits as well as flying, which was the big thing. For a melee class, it sucked. Yep. Because the casters in the range would just kite you around, and then you needed to have the. Uh, on I was a gladiator, okay. so if you didn't have ankle snare as your stigma, good night. You're not beating anybody in PvP. And who the fuck thought it was a great idea to give stealth to a ranger when they could open up with a stun that hit for half your health? Really? Like, oh my god! Like just farming. I remember, like I was farming. In the main area of the abyss, the middle part for a uh, what's it called? Uh, Bloodstains for Fenris armor. Okay. Right? Which yeah. was the end game thing if you didn't get drops. And by the way, the orange in that game hated me. Uh, and, you know, out of nowhere, a ranger just ping, ping, boom, 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 boom. I'm dead. Oh, okay. What happened? Uh, you know, but you needed that one stigma, which was uh, Relentless, I think, which, which protected the, the, the gladiator from getting stuck. Now, being someone who watches you play games now, you saying that RNG hates you makes me shake my head because you seem to have some damn good luck. I've seen you play Warframe. I've seen you play other MMOs that are coming out, and I'll um, you seem to have the golden ticket. I agree on most games, okay? There's two games that I hate. The only reason I hate them is because their RNG was mean to me. Uh, <laughs> and that was Aeon and uh, Monster Hunter Tribe. Monster Hunter Try It, my kids got everything. I could not get anything on that. Rathalos Plate was the one item you needed to do the body piece of the DPS set. The badass looking one, red, looked like a crazy asshole. And 
It would never drop. And you can't trade items. And I probably have killed Rathalos about a hundred times. Before anybody types in your comments, you had to break this. I broke everything. Okay? Everything. You had to trap him. I trapped him too. I did everything possible. And I would get friends to come and like, you know, I would solo that almost every day, right? Like, oh, I've killed 20 today, no drop. Then a friend shows up, like, oh, I'll help you out. Then we play two, he gets two pieces. And I'm like, why can't you fucking trade me? Like, right now. You have the set already. And they're like, my friends, like, they got the set and they continued progression. And I got really stubborn. I went, I don't care if we can kill the other boss without it. I want it. I want the plate. And funny enough, on this, on the floors, Monster Hunter's there. Rathalos is the one they're showing off, the red dragon. I'm like, oh, you, it's, it's hunting me. It's hunting me. So, so can I, am I safe to assume that you, you're, are you going to go back after him? Oh, yes. We're playing Monster Hunter online, that's for sure. Now, that, is that PlayStation? Is that PlayStation It's going to be originally, it's going to be PlayStation and Xbox first, and then it comes out on PC. Finally, they get away from Nintendo. See, and this, I'm going to pull my geek card. I did not know that they're coming to Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're doing everything. Like, finally, they, they broke that. That, that like, bot, yeah. It was I, really, I bought a Wii just for that, just for that game. I had the 3DS just because of that, you yeah. know? Because it's like you could, you could travel, you could play the game. And it's finally, they're going away from Nintendo, and we can play Monster Hunter on anything. And I'm so excited. Um, I've been enjoying Dauntless, which is kind of like a similar type game. But uh, Monster Hunter, I talked to the PR person. Uh, she said early 2018 is going to be consoles. Then later it's going to be PC, which I'm like, that's totally fine. If they go, I mean, they go to PC. What I'm hoping, though, is I'm hoping that they have, have they mentioned anything about going going crossplay. She didn't mention any of that. I did exchange cards. So later on, I'll, like in, in conventions, I usually just go, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. Here's my card. You have a card. Thanks. Okay, bye. Like, I don't want to bother them too much. Like, if they have time, there's always a lot of people and stuff. Sometimes they have time and they just, like, talk to you, but... Have you had a chance to go over and check out the Bethesda VR stuff? I haven't... I honestly have been very lazy this PAX, um, because there's four days and we're just down to the second one. So I've, I've cleared the part where the Twitch lounge is, where I can sit and drink water. Uh, so I've done Ashes of Creation. Very excited for that MMO. Uh... Dauntless, I wanted to say hi. You were very nice. Um, I did um, Monster Hunter Online and a couple of others in that quadrant. I have the other, like, the indie one to go to, and uh, i got to go check out ESO and Warframe. So being in, like, a, a long-time long gamer, did you ever play Mutant League football? No, I didn't, but I used to watch the show. They used to have a show, right? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. They had animation. What would you say if I told you that Mutant League Football is here and it's going to be okay. it's going to be on PC and on console? That's pretty cool. I'm going to go check them out. I've always been interested in Blood Bowl. Oh, like, Blood Bowl, Blood Bowl is, is awesome. Yeah. Well, I've always been interested in that, but I did, I, the Warhammer and lore-wise, I never really knew them that much. Uh, and I don't know. That would be a game that I would play off-stream, right? Because I, I think it's kind of slower pace uh, and it's sports... Usually MMO players are like, ah, sports. So. Well, this one, Mutant Football, it's gonna, this one, it's very fast-paced. Yeah. And it's uh, very graphic. Nice. That's good. <laughs> but uh, it, it definitely has it has some stuff where you, you, you would leave. 
the people, the streamers that have a, a certain type of personality, like I haven't even ever been able to nail down what your personality is. Just that it is, it's it's contagious. Right. Okay. I mean, you. I mean, my first my first stream I caught of you. You were, were playing Warframe. Right. And I was just getting kind of back into it on console, trying to figure to wrap my head around the game because it's got such a steep learning curve. But yeah. it, it is great. It is great. I mean, they're here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I was in the airport next to them. They didn't recognize me. <laughs> and, like, and I said, hey, I'm a partner with you guys, by the way. <laughs> and they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I remember you were doing it. And then I can't remember why, but you started singing. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah. And, and I remember that you, you were saying that you did it. And this is this is one of the things that I'm like I have to I have to watch this guy. You said you were doing it because you had to get yourself outside of your comfort zone, right? And so that was something that hit home to me because I you know, I'm here as media. This uh-huh. is my first year officially as media. Right. Uh, you know I've I've come before and I've been part of the podcast stuff like that. But uh, being around all the people, being around all that stuff. I, I suffer from from social anxiety right. and things like that, and I mean a lot of us do. We stream all oh, yeah, that stuff, of course. and I have to say that you, as a streamer, you doing that to put yourself outside of your, your comfort zone, it sp- it spoke to me, and it spoke, and I know that it speaks to a lot of people. Where did you like? Where did you find the strength to be able to start doing that? Because I mean, people that that are going to listen to this, you know, and also yeah. your, your views. I know that there's, those are questions that it's hard to ask while you're streaming. Yeah. And but it's something that would help them because you 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 help people by streaming, but right. You also there's there's a lot that you put into your streams that we the viewers take and it, it helps us through hard times. Right. Uh, for me, like it's funny because like um, you're talking about the singing part. Yeah. Uh, I can't sing in public. Right, like yes, neither can I. Yesterday at the Twitch party, there was a karaoke, right, and everybody, like all my stream friends, they assume that I buffoon at karaoke because every time they stop by, I'm singing, well, kind of singing the songs that are playing. Hell no, hell no, I'm not singing karaoke. And uh, it's it's when I started streaming, uh, I never can. Wasn't gonna plan on. I there was two things that I kind of, I was in a moment where I was like, all right, I'm gonna get some order into my life i'm gonna work out and i'm gonna start streaming okay and the workout one was supposed to be the main one and then the streaming one was kind of like for fun to see how it goes so i forgot the first one (laughs) and then i just streamed and i really liked it and it brought into me we talked about my story a bit earlier ago it brought into me what i really loved about my story when someone came in Damien, what's up? Like, comes to my store and be like, I'm looking for a new game. Suggest me something. And then I know you, and I know your taste, so I'd be like, well, have you checked out, you know, back in the day it was PlayStation 2, so have you checked out Siphon Filter or the new Tomb Raider or stuff like that, right? Or if I knew they were an RPG fan, have you checked out Kingdom Hearts? You know, stuff like that. And then usually, uh, Kingdom Hearts was one that we were like, let's fucking Mickey Mouse on it. Try it. Just try it. Let me know. And then, uh, and that was it. That was, that came... A little bit into like, I've been fortunate. Like I've got viewers, and I've, my association with the Angry Joe Show uh, and the Angry Army helped me a lot. Having viewers at first, and and then we got into I started playing Elder Scrolls Online again, which um, at the time they had just went without subscription. 
So I got into my niche of it. I'm an MMO guy. So I got into that and I found success and I never have a problem people coming and asking me the same damn question. Is it a pay to win game? What class the best? Is there PvP? What's PvP? Like the same questions every MMO that everybody asks about a thousand times. I never had a problem answering that. I know a lot of streamers usually do a video and they go, if you got questions about the game, just check the video I made. And it answers all of that, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But for me personally, I like to answer. It gives a little more personal touch. But to go back to your original question, how I think it's that MMO progression in my head that I loved. Like I, when I played MMOs without streaming, I was that guy who would sit an hour on the fucking test dummy and work my rotation to get my DPS up 0.05 percent more. So I could beat the other guy and be like, I deserve that piece of loot, not him, right? But that was me. That was me. Like working the rotation and, and going above and beyond on gear to get upgrades. And, uh, you know, if I wasn't top DPS, I'd be, mad, I'd be mad at myself. That went away streaming because that's not a fun person to watch, I feel. But the same became progressing the stream. And I'll be honest, at first I was obsessed with follower count. Obsessed. Like, if I didn't get 20 tonight that night, I was, uh, you know, pissed off. And, um, eventually I got partnered and then it was about subs. Uh, <laughs> but, like, just progression, right? I've worked a lot on that. I still sometimes, like, I get those moments where I'm, like, down and disappointed or I, I want more subs or whatever. Uh, but I, you know, I've, I've tried to pull that away. Um, you know, I'm still working on myself. But that's kind of what led us to, like, having a cam on. Uh, you know, what can I do that will make the stream better and me a more successful streamer? Uh, and there's a lot of things where I was like, like, bear yourself. Like, get the get the gates off, get the defenses off, and people will like you for who you are. And I thought, well, at least a little bit, a, f a few people Because <laughs> that's what I want. And essentially, that's what every streamer wants. It doesn't matter, like, if I... If I played WoW and had thousands of viewers every day, but if I switched to Guild Wars 2 and I dropped to 150, then that's a problem. Like, I don't want that. I want a steady group of people, whatever game I'm playing, you know, whether it's Friday 13 out of nowhere, or it's freaking Warframe or Dauntless or whatever. Which I'm going to say, watching you play Friday the 13th <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> and I... I man, I need to get it on PC because I need to play play some uh, some of those games with you because you <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Chad. I I love Chad. Okay, wait, okay, okay. You love Chad. I love, the see the thing for me, I've always been, I've always hated being like everybody else. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid and X Men played on TV, everybody loved Wolverine, and I love Wolverine. But I was like, you know what? No, my favorite's fucking Colossus. Colossus, really? I love Colossus, and and, and and I did that first as a stubborn person, and B, I I learned to love the character later on. I still love Wolverine. Who doesn't? But yeah. I always been kind of away from that. And when I saw that everybody's hating on Chad, I was like, you know what? That's my guy. We're gonna play that character. And at first, it was funny because before I had my established group of playing Friday Thirteen with. Like, the chasers actually really fucking targeted me because I was Chad. Like, it was like, are you? Like, they would, like, tunnel you because it's like, oh, you're Chad, you're dead. I'm like, even, 
put you out of business. Like, he didn't do anything to you. So I, I, I kind of, and then we were start, starting to try role play for me. So that I, was that was awesome. That's so, so I was trying to do like a good guy, Chad. And, uh, you know, sometimes the bad one comes out and I shoot a teammate so I can get in the car. But, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't. And, 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 and the good guy, Chad, I think it's cool. Now it's funny because the, that's something I've always learned from MMOs. The meta will always change, right? If you play, for example, Final Fantasy XI, to go back to that, my favorite class was a Dragoon. No one liked the Dragoon. If you played a Dragoon out there in Final Fantasy XI, respect, because you sit in Juno, wait for fucking party for about three hours every time. And uh, now I wasn't, I was, I've always been kind of video game smart, so I leveled up a White Mage first. Who doesn't need a healer, right? So I could get into guilds and get, you know, raiding gear and stuff like that, or H&M's gear. And my real favorite class was Dragoon. And, you know, proving out there that, you know, it was known as the worst class in the game. And going out there and beating the best class in the game was what I liked. And Chad was the same idea. And now the meta's changed. And Chad's probably the best character there is right now. And now everybody plays Chad. And I'm like, huh? FDOG. <laughs> <laughs> and now, with that, have, have you? Look, I mean, what, what do you think of the expansion this summer, the springtime? I cannot wait to have my my bikini on. Oh my god! <laughs> the first Jason that will get to taste Chad's almost bare naked nuts in his face will remember it for the rest of his life. There is no question about. It. I cannot wait. Like the game for me has gotten stale. I'll be honest. Like I've played it a shit ton. Uh, and I only really play with friends because we have our inside jokes and our here and there. Um, but when that expansion comes out, Chad ain't wearing any clothes anymore. It's like, if I can have it pink, it's going to be pink. Now, I actually have a recommendation of a game. The It was a small development team that created the first one, and the first one was actually kind of crappy, but it still was fun. It was a Slenderman knockoff. It was called White Noise. Okay. Uh well, they just released White Noise 2, okay. and it's on PC and on console. And it's kind of that Friday the 13th meets uh, Dead by Daylight. Okay. It's kind of kind of a, a mixture of that. But they actually licensed the right to have Vincent Price in it, and you can unlock Vincent Price and play as him as a character. Nice, 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 nice. That's cool. I'll check that out. I'm always down to check, like, co-op games and stuff like that. That's that's what the community's built, built on, you know, like. Uh, and I've made efforts for that in the in the recent months, that that sort of it stays that way. And uh, you know, Dauntless was one of them, where like three or four people like play Dauntless. All right, let's go. Let's group up. Let's kill some. Viewers. You got you got. When I, I I logged in, I saw that game. I'm like, okay, I can see where there's where there obviously need to add content stuff to this. But that game's so pretty. It is. It's and it's fun to watch. But it wouldn't have been fun if I was just watching it gameplay. Okay. The game would not be fun to watch. This, right. is, this is where it goes in to show, like, if someone's coming into streaming and shows you have to be a persona, you have to have a character. You, and then, now, how do you go about, now, I know you, you play you play with your fellow with, right. with your fellow followers, but you also play with, with your fellow streamers. Right. How how do you find balance between saying, okay, I'm, I'm streaming, I want it to be entertaining, and I want to have these people in my group because I know they're entertaining, so this will bring in new people, but at the same time, I want to play with my followers as well. Right. How, how do you find that balance? Um, and to, to be honest, I'm not sure if I have that. I'm still a work in progress. I have not, until Friday 13th, which was in uh, end of May release, 
I had not streamed with anyone else for about two years. Uh, when I started, I did it a lot, but after that, it was more of a solo thing. And then Friday 13 kind of came up because, you know, we were in lobbies and, like, some of the noobs had Twitch in their name, so we'd make fun of them, like, what's Twitch? And, you know, uh, you should probably take that off, you try hard. And, you know, just making fun of people, right? And, uh, and then, dude, that created French <laughs> And uh, just, you know, uh, people I stream with, and, and, and it's been something that I've been keeping up. Uh, the balance, honestly, I just kind of, it depends on the game. PUBG is something that I save for my subs because then I can blame them for losing. <laughs> and and then <laughs> and then that's yeah, much better gameplay after that. But uh, like Dauntless, for example, was kind of the thing. I, at this point, I don't really have a balance. Um, not a lot of my own subs played Friday the 13th or got into it, so it wasn't really an issue on that case. But uh. PUBG a little bit at first, but usually it's because I have such a weird schedule that usually I I kind of do it where I know this streamer and this streamer will end at 1 a.m. Or this streamer and this room will start at 3. So at least a part of my stream is with others or, and then part of it is with my viewers. So I guess that's kind of how the balance have done it because okay. I haven't found someone that starts and finishes the same time as me. I'll, I'll start streaming. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how my job would like me actually. Right. You know, streaming. Might, might, I might. I might get in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> but so, if you if you had any, let, let's go into a different thing because partnered streamers, you guys work really hard. Like uh -huh. like a lot of people, you got people that don't from the outside looking in. There's like, oh, they play video games. Right. That, that's not work. You right. guys work really hard. You guys work, yeah, like, you have people who work a nine-to-five, they work 40 hours a week. Right. You're on all the time, and you have, like, I know that when you take a day off, you're in your chat, you're, you're, right. you're, apolo you're apologizing. Right, I hate it. I, like, I'm here for a week, and I hate it. I mean, I love it. I'm saying that I'm having a good time, but I'm thinking of, shit, the channel's not running for a fucking week. Um, so I, you know. One of my big purchases one day will be a streaming portable setup, but we're not part of that yet. Um, yeah, I mean, I this year is my first year full-time streaming. And what, it's funny for me, when I say full-time, it really just means I get to sleep now. Because last year I streamed just as much, but I was also working. Now I don't work, I just stream just as much. So I do a lot more like outside work for the stream, but I get to sleep, which is a lot better. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not only partners, but affiliates, I'm going to be pro uh, politically correct and say affiliates work just as hard as partners. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. But like, if, if, if it's something you want in, you got to work for it. And it's funny and it's kind of on the way of like, when we were talking about the documentary, it's going to be part of the one I'm doing on French. So it's, it's for my region, it's for Quebec, which Quebec is very behind on times and usually will have that first reaction. Can't believe people give him money because he plays video games. Is he good at it? No, he's not. Okay, is he pretty? No, not really. Uh, so it's like, all right, I don't get it. So <laughs> so now they understand a bit more about It's about the community. It's about experience. It's about, you know, sometimes it's about a review. Like people actually care about my opinion and think, what do you think of this game? 
If I say it's good, and they think, oh, I might buy it. If I say it's bad, they might not. Um, so it's been a bit about everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, like, going to PAX West or South or East or whatever, it's not really a vacation trip. Like, I'm exhausted. I've been exhausted since day one. I've been walking around to so many booths, there's so many there's parties, and like, oh, right, right now, what I want to do is just sit and stream. Uh, also, the pack I'm out of shape does not help, but, you know, uh, the, the good shape ones are going to be tired tomorrow, so whatever. Uh, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, you know, uh, metrics and, and whatnot, and it's not fun work. Like, a lot of, I found when I'm talking to streamers, a lot of streamers have that same self-esteem issues and, 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 um, stress and stuff like that. Each, not everyone, but a lot. And, and each and everyone has their own way to deal with it. <clears throat> Me, personally, I try not to do too much metrics. Um, and, like, I don't have my viewer count on when I stream. I never know. And I don't want to know. Someone tells me, I get mad. Um, sub, I look because I have to sometimes. Once or twice a month, you know, I look. Usually don't like it. <laughs> Uh, but like, and, and just like, <laughs> same with bits and donations, the same thing. And in in a way, I, it's silly because I'm living off of playing video games, so I shouldn't stress about this. But at the same time, as I do because it's still a it's still a, a struggle within ourselves. It's also, I mean, you're a gamer, right? So being a gamer, you, I mean, part of it is you are naturally competitive to it, right? And and this isn't saying you're necessarily competitive against other people. You're oh, going to be your... Oh, okay. Oh, I am. I am. Like, and it's a deep, dark secret I'm giving you guys. Well, like, for example, I'm not going to mention any names, but, like, during this event, you can see that some streamers have opportunities that not everybody does. And it's not necessarily always on numbers. It's on whatever, right? On whatever X factor or whatever. And it drives me insane sometimes. Because I'm like, well, okay. Like, for example, right? And I'm not trying to say I'm a big shot or whatever, but I've been partnered for two years. I didn't get an email for the reservation for the party that we had partners last night. So I had to like go back to the boot like many times before and hope that they'd have extra badges so I could get in. And I thought, I bet you that Coke Carnage doesn't have to do that. Now, granted, Coke Carnage is like, you know, 10,000 viewers every time. But, you know, the same thing for like the more known streamer that don't necessarily have that big numbers. Because there is, there is that kind of feeling of... There's the streamers that are known. The neat, the neat streamers. The kind of, niche, like, like, like Destiny streamers. Like, a little bit like high school. Okay. Like there's yeah. a cool skill yeah. club. They did, yeah. Like it's unfortunate, but it's still that. I'm still in the metal health club over there in the corner. Uh, but like there is a cool kid stable, and um, sometimes you know there's that competitiveness. Where I'm like, all right, how many emails does he have? Yeah. Okay. Let's get two more. And uh, that's honestly sometimes it doesn't. It's not. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Uh, it is a competitiveness that I have, but it is it, it is something that you know. I hope that as things go on, there's going to be a more unification of opportunities for everyone. Because to be fair, like you know, like I said, I've been to every TwitchCon there has. I've been to PAX South for the last two years. So I've been to what eight eight or so conventions so far. I've never had a meet and greet with any, you know, organized by Twitch. I've never had a front page. I've never had XYZ. So I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? What do I have to 
talk to? What do I have? And, you know, and I've been talking to people, so hopefully that will change in the future. Um, but there is that, that thing where it, it triggers me, and at the same time, it makes me competitive. As to, I got to beat that person, right? So I do that a lot. And, and it's, it's, it's not that the greatest feature that I'm proud of, but it's, you know, it's reality. It's, 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 it's what sometimes, it's not the greatest things that sometimes drive us. No, not, you know? not at all. Like, it's not, you know, like, uh, the betterment of myself and my own mankind. Like, yeah, okay, great. But sometimes I just want to make my own money in this guy. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And the thing is, but what's what's good, though, is you're sitting here. And I'm honest. You're, you're honest. And yeah. that's the thing. You're not someone that's going in like you're like you're on camera, so I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm gonna put my I'm gonna, I'm gonna look I'm down gonna I'm, I'm gonna put my, my magic face can, on. I just blame yourself to everyone on Twitch. No, I want all of them. I mean, to me, it's not a selfish thing. It's just it's survival of the fittest, right? And that's what human beings have been doing forever. Now I'm not gonna I'm gonna share, and I I have friends that I host, I raid, and I'm happy to see that some of my subs sub to. But at the same time. You know, like uh, if I see like uh, like someone who gets like a ten thousand dollar donation in one stream, I, I'm like, whoa, that's insane! Fuck, I kind of want that to be me, <laughs> but right? And I've seen that happen, and, and it's it, I think anybody will like will like have the same reaction. But of course, on social medias, I feel like sometimes some are more like hypocritical of that. I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy. I'm like I am, but. I wish there was me that got it. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> and that's 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 the whole thing also with summit, right? And it's something that I've always been vocal about. Like no one has to sub to me, and anybody that watches and can't, you're fucking welcome to. And thank you for being here. But if you can, yeah, it helps out a lot, you know. And and, and some people they just usually just end that subject by, by just saying I don't care about if you sub or not. That's not true because at the end of the day, that's what they need to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. If you don't care about paying their bills, then they're doing something wrong. Then, one of the other things I was going to say is that, and I know this is going around a lot, a lot of Twitch <laughs> streamers are being sure. asked about this. What do you think about the changes to demonetization on YouTube? And do you think that this is going to cause an influx from YouTubers to flood Twitch with yes. the streamers? I mean, I think that affiliates is for Twitch in general gonna draw more away. Well, not away, but like from, from what I've seen from experience, YouTubers, YouTube viewers, subbing is not in their genes. Like they don't understand. Like they sub by following, right? They think they're sub, but it's not some. Like I've seen a lot. For example, my. Quotation mark, small stream sometimes has more subs than streams that have six, seven, eight hundred viewers. And that's because they're from YouTube and the community is not used to supporting via that way. So there's a big balance. Um, I mean, the more on Twitch, the better. Uh, I honestly never really paid attention to YouTube, which is one of my failures, I'll be honest. Because even though the, the monetizing is going down, the uh, discoverability is still very much there. So I need to work on that, me personally, but we'll see. I'm not, I'm worried, but I'm not at the same time because 
if they bring new viewers from YouTube, that's great. Because the chance of these viewers kind of trickle to mine, that happens. Now, often enough, you'll see some big YouTubers that have like a lot of viewers, but then they'll, once they're off, all those viewers leave Twitch. Now, we as streamers, and I hope that the YouTubers that come over understand this, that Twitch is more of a community. And try to integrate those people that came from YouTube to Twitch, not just you. And, and some have, some haven't, but, you know, I mean, the other day, one of my latest subs was someone that came to Twitch, thanks to PewDiePie is doing a charity stream on Twitch. So when they said that, I was like, what? How did you get here? <laughs> like, you know, and that's great that that, that specific person got brought on because a huge YouTuber, the biggest one, did something on Twitch and they came over. And now they're sub to me and they're sub to three other friends that I have, which is great. This is fantastic. And shout out to Ned Bella. <laughs> but yeah, like it's a great thing. It's 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 a fantastic. Um, more people, the better. Okay. And as more as Twitch is going along with IRL and stuff like that, we're getting Twitch and YouTube are kind of rivals, and they're both looking to change themselves so they look exactly like the other one. That's exactly what's happening. And eventually, if Twitch doesn't fuck up their monetization, and they stay the way it is, they will be fine. I should be, anyway. Hopefully. <laughs> well, in closing, yep. where's the area, if you were, what, what, what is it that you see, like, if you're hoping, what what's your goals for, like, the next year? Like, if, if you're setting up yourself up for stuff that you do, and so you're, Stuff that allows you to push yourself to the next level, and it, but it's feasible. What are, what are your goals that you set for yourself? Like, do you set do you set them up in like in three months? I'm going. I want to be at this mark, or do you set like a year goal? Usually, I do year goal. <laughs> year goal. Um. Last year we did hit 500 subscribers. Mm -hmm. Then we lost it. This year was let's get it back and go beyond, and we did. My goal now has been, I want to be known more. As in, like, I don't know if you guys are more, it's more of a French cartoon, but Asterix Obelix, which is a story about uh, a small village of crazy uh, French people that have, like, uh, like a potion that gives them superpowers, okay? And they fought the Roman Empire, basically. I always see my channel as that. Right? I'll send you a later. Okay. So you get an idea what I'm talking about. Um, I see my channel a bit like that. Like a, a very small village of crazy people. And I want that village to start taking over. I do feel like at events like this, and this is kind of my goal, why I go to PAX West, when I go to PAX South, I go to TwitchCon, I'm not very known. I don't get stopped. You know, there's about 200 people that walk by since we do an interview. No one stopped to say, hey, that's fast, right? So I'm not very known. But I, I've reached 1,000 subscribers. There's a lot of people that are more known that never reached that. So that speaks a lot to our community because they're de dedicated crazy fans. I've been like metal fans, to be honest. Like nowadays, right? Like it's all pop. It's all Ariana Grande and fucking Justin Timberlake. But like you go to a metal fucking concert and it's still crazy. 
I kind of see it a bit like that, and I want. I just want our concert to get bigger. I I can see that one hundred percent. I know that when I go into your stream, that I'm gonna hear Slipknot. I'm gonna hear exactly. I, I I mean, I remember with the one time I, I actually got banned for. I think it was like for for five five, five or ten minutes, something like that, because I tried to request re- request a rock version by a really by a really cool guy that does a lot of covers of a Justin Bieber song, and nope. and it got and it, it it blocked, and I'm like I'm like. I can't even talk. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I didn't, didn't even inform me, so I knew never to do even a cover. <laughs> Stay away. That was more about getting overzealous. I remember that day. I was like, okay, relax. You can remove this song. You don't have to ban him. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, that's kind of like part of our identity. And at first, to be honest with you, it is uh, crippling. Well, not everybody loves heavy metal. We're not in 1993, right? Like, it's not its not the great days of Metallica doing tours with Guns N' Roses across the world. So, it's a genre that's smaller. But it's you. But it's me, exactly. Like, I wouldn't be... Ha- like, you know, sometimes people like put, like, dance music and mousetrap or whatever the fuck. And I'm like... Alright, we'll play one. We'll play one. Right? One. And then there's another one. Nope. Next. I can't do that. And I thought, you know what? I embraced that. I was like, fuck it. If we're going to be smaller because of that, then we're going to be smaller. I'd rather have that than someone that's here for me, for the games I play and for the music we listen to, than because I'm popular mm-hmm. or that I'm pretty. <laughs> Bass, it's okay. I-, I think you're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone's listening to this and they're listening to it on Geek College Radio or it's in written form and they're on... They're on Rectify Gaming. Where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter, it's at excuse me, it's at Bass Five Zero. On Twitch, it's uh, Twitch.tv slash Bass underscore dot com. B A S T underscore uh, not dot com. What did I just? I messed up my own channel. I'm amazing. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bass underscore fifty. B A S T underscore five zero. Been thinking a long time of taking the underscore off, but we haven't made that move yet. But yeah. Uh, just that and um, Twitter and um, that's where usually you find me. 11 p.m. East, uh, Eastern time. So if you're a night hall or, or a superhero like Batman, you got nothing to do while crime is low. Just just ch- turn in the stream and uh, we're fine. <laughs> and if you subscribe, you get to go to a dungeon. That's right. And if you lose, you get the booty. That's correct. Uh, that's uh, That was one of the things. I got I to gotta touch a bit on that because that's something a lot of people kind of like don't like fanfare from the streamer itself. Like I've seen a lot of big casters go, oh, thanks for the sub. And that's it. And I thought, you know what? Let's be different. Let's be in a good friend of mine. I'm going to give him a shout out. Wawich TV is a great friend of mine. has been a mentor for me since the beginning I started streaming. Had that whole, like, let's do kind of a party when we get a certain goal. And he does a party and he pulls out a sax and it's great fun. And I thought, you know what? I want to do something similar, but I'm not as big as him yet, so we'll do something individual. And then we came up with the loot cave and just a, just a way to say thanks. Because at the end of the day, if I I can't do what I do, I can't do the conventions and go to a fucking game dev and say, give me a card so I can play your game for free. I can't do that if it wasn't for you guys, for the subs, for the followers, for everyone, for the viewers. So you guys need all the thanks I can give. I thank you is not enough. So I, I, I go try to find different ways. Uh, you know, to change the loot cave, you know, to upgrade it because it's been uh, been an old one. It's been two years almost. 
Um, but yeah, like people get a chance to win a game, and it's great. And you know, at the same time, my dad has been in, in has been uh, in business, a salesman all his life, uh, an entrepreneur. And one of the life lessons that he gave me is to make money, you got to spend money. And that's how I've seen my community. If I treat them well, they'll take care of me too. And that's how it's always been. That is awesome. <laughs> and with this, and then I don't even know, like, when we go and put this up, we're probably not, I, I'm just going to be like, we're probably not going to edit much of this. It's just going <laughs> to be, because the thing is, is that this there's one thing to be to go on a podcast and like when I'm we my when we have our podcast people will listen to it and they're like oh man you're really good I'm like man you do not realize how many likes and ums and uhs our editor my buddy brother in arms uh, beef out 82 love him to death and by the way when he when he hears you talk about the Broncos <laughs> he is going to be ecstatic. <laughs> I will wear a Seahawks jersey in this in a podcast uh, episode, and then he will wear the Brock. I mean, yeah, we're brothers, but <laughs> not the same football team. I like no, that. No, no, no. But this has been awesome, man, and uh, I look forward to getting this up. And with that, that has been our Bast underscore fifty interview. Make sure you check him out on Twitch. Give him a follow. Sub if you can, because the guy is. Absolutely amazing. The community that he has fostered is outstanding. They'll treat you like family. We're just with that. We're just going to give you where you can locate us. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Damien Nash, all one word. You can find us on Twitter also on at Geekologist Radio, minus the T for character restrictions. Then on the web, you can find us at Geekologist at NinjaPancake.com. That's our email or podcast at GeekologistRadio.com. Website, GeekologistRadio.com and www.NinjaPancake.com. And with that, we are out.